is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, welcome back to the Healthcare Wrap. I'm your host, Jared Johnson, and I'm sitting next to Peter B. What's up? What's up, Jared? Peter, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, we're having some, a lot of fun here, and I think we just have a pretty cool show today, quite frankly. A lot of a lot of good stuff coming up. This is, um, you know, all based on user feedback. I would get, I would guess. Well, really, you know, this is. Wouldn't you say this is kind of the future? This is crowdsourcing pretty much everything. So now we're crowdsourcing the topics for our podcast. Yes. So. We just didn't ask, you know, how, what the best recipe is. We asked a little bit more in-depth question, right? Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So for those of you new listeners, welcome. Thanks for joining us here. You can find us on Twitter at Healthcare Wrap and on the World Wide Web at healthcarewrap.com. Uh, check us out. This uh, We've been doing this show for a few months now, and uh, we are helping try to challenge the status quo in healthcare marketing. And that's not just on the hospital side, that's not just on the vendor or supplier side, it's, it's really all of us. And so some of that has to do with where marketing is going today, Peter. And so for our rap battle, we're so packed with good stuff today and it's not from us, so I can say that. Yeah. What we'll do is uh, we're gonna share some, some comments that we got on LinkedIn about career advice. So let's uh, just dive right into our rap battle. Rap Battle! So Rap Battle is where we challenge assumptions about healthcare marketing, and we're going to be challenging quite a few today. Again, we meaning you. A lot of, a lot of you have chimed in and offered responses to this question. Uh, I threw it out there on LinkedIn. This was a few weeks ago, and I just simply asked, what's the best career advice you would give entry-level marketers today? And so how that fits into the Rap Battle is where we challenge an assumption that we feel has been holding back healthcare marketing. And the question I asked is, what has changed since you entered the field? And so what we're challenging is the notion, the false notion that not very much has changed when we really know a lot has. And so thanks to those of you who chimed in, we have a lot of specifics about what career advice you would give entry-level marketers today. So we're just going to go back and forth with some of these and not even offer a whole lot of commentary. But uh, I want to get started with one from Andy Gradle, our friend from Mainline Health. So Andy, thanks for your response. Thanks, and Andy. I'll, I'll just get right into this. Uh, so here's what Andy said. Best career advice you would give entry-level marketers today. Uh, Andy said, seek out career opportunities early on where you have a variety of responsibilities. It's very easy to get pigeonholed in today's digital marketing world where more and more people are focused on specific aspects of the role, such as SEO or SEM, user experience, et cetera. 
The more you understand the roles each piece of the pie plays, the more valuable you'll be to any organization. Great advice there, Andy. So we'll, we'll just go right on to the next one. I agree. So the next one comes from Brad Tunoff. He says, yep, this is exactly what I was thinking. Also, really work on soft skills. While we all want to make marketing a technical role, soft skills will take one far. And I, I thoroughly agree with that because you know what? At the end of the day, a lot of this is about relationships and it's about how you uh, how you work with your coworkers too. So, I mean, I think that that's a very important one as well. So nice one, Brad. I think we ought to do a show on that. I think we should too. Actually, it's a really great, it's really great answer to that question. So nice, nice work. Let's keep going. All right, Ashley Ashby, always measure the outcome of what you're doing. Measurement grabs the eye of employers. It's funny how I would definitely say that has changed. It used to just be marketing's a cost center and there's nothing we can do about it. I agree with that one. You know, the more that you can uh, show value and do it through metrics, uh, and that's probably going to be a, a, you know, an ongoing you know, piece of, of uh, advice throughout these answers. So we'll see. Next one, Melanie Elvold. Beyond that, they also provide benchmarks for future iterations. Growth is key to development as a marketer. Well, yes. I mean, again, that's a key here as, as well is are you growing in your career? Are you, are you becoming stagnant? I mean, I think that's the key here is challenge yourself. If you're not really good in creative, look, you know, start trying to pump that up. You're not good in analytics, trying to pump that up. The idea is to keep moving forward and growing, right? That'll make you more valuable. And if anything, that'll help you understand the other parts of everyone else's job. So you can step in if someone's sick or anything, just so you have a full understanding of everything. Yeah, I think as after we go through all these, we ought to let's recap and see if there what themes we're hearing because there are some that are emerging already. Yeah, definitely. All right, so thanks to Melanie. Uh, moving on to Max Gale. Max said, find a role where you can wear many hats. Branding, digital, events, communications, social media, content, etc. Then strive to exist at the intersection of what practices you both excel at and enjoy doing. There's more specialization within marketing than there was a decade ago. Mm, yeah, I love that one. That's one of the directions I took. I, I think that that's a great piece of advice. The more you know, I think the more value valuable you you become so i mean that's just that stands to reason good one max i think the next one here is from yes from ed bennett i joined the digital world in 1993 a real quick before i get on ed's here i think some of the answers definitely will will date when you joined into the marketing world and uh, it'll be interesting to see how some of these answers go and you know you can kind of decide you know are you a a newer marketer are you an older marketer because of how much change you've seen Right, over right. the years. And kind of where we're all landing on this advice is uh, pretty much the same place, but where we've come from is quite different. Right, right. So Ed says, I joined the marketing world, or the digital world in 1993. So the changes I've seen would fill a book or a large wiki. My advice for entry-level healthcare marketers is be patient with your clinical leaders, be an educator and not a mandator, be nimble when they jump on this week's shiny object or bauble and guide them to better solutions and solutions that fit your overall digital strategy. Expand your definition of marketing. It's more than getting new patients. It's meeting the needs of existing patients and using technology to improve their overall experience. If you believe that word of mouth is your most important marketing tool, and you should, then get involved with scheduling systems, patient portals, phone messaging, wayfinding, printed appointment reminders, patient navigation, real-time and follow-up satisfaction surveys like HCAPS and CHAPS is just a start. Almost every touch point of our patients' encounter would be improved with better digital services. And that's plenty of opportunity to deliver a better experience. It's your job, and you should lead the way. Be the expert, basically, is what Ed is saying. And that is a great answer. 
thank you so much, Ed, for for that. I feel like uh, we could almost just like mic drop it there. I know, and just walk away. I know, but we have so much more yet. Oh, we do. That's that's true. That's true. So I don't want to I don't want shortchange us there because we do have some other great stuff here, such as Carolyn Hendrick. Uh, Carolyn's topic here. She said, "I love this advice. I would add that if you act like a mandator and not an educator, the people in charge of patient experience, operations, etc., won't even let you in the room." Mm-hmm. Well said, and I like just how succinct that is. So perfect. Yeah, and that's kind of similar to what the previous one was before that. So the next one's from Matt Gove. Um, the best advice for entry-level marketers is to stay the hell away from healthcare. You can't learn enough here. Latch on to an agency doing innovative, data-driven work for a range of clients, and then spend as much time as you possibly can understanding consumer and customer behavior, particularly in reaction to your agency's work. The most valuable skills we have on our team at Piedmont or in the agencies we hire are, one, the ability to use data to drive insight and therefore strategy, and two, the flexibility to change tactics based on how your customers react. As for what's changed, it's the primary, uh, the primacy of data and strategy over creative excellence and the integration of personalization and experience into brand. Good stuff, Matt. That's excellent. I saw a couple little things in there that I absolutely love. It's, you know, the ability to use data to drive insight and, and you know, therefore strategy. I think that's a key. I think you're going to hear that come back here in, in these other one answers as well, Jared. I think so, yeah. And, yeah, we'll just keep rolling through these because yeah. I, I want to come back and we'll have a chance to recap. Uh, so Holly Maddox, thanks for your comment, Holly. I said, Matt, that advice is solid and spans industries. In banking, we need these same skills and a healthy understanding and respect for the value of data. So... I love the thought that we've got some comments here from outside of marketing because we've got to keep doing that. We've got to keep listening to uh, not just allowing ourselves to stay that we're we're just always going to be behind because personally, I don't accept that. I don't accept that we're always going to be behind. If It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. As long as we keep saying that, we will stay behind. So let's stop thinking of ourselves that way. I agree. I agree. Okay, next one. Next one is from Jim Samuel. Uh, Jim has two of them. I'll read them right in a row here. For someone just starting out, my advice would be be a sponge. Listen and absorb everything. What had changed since I entered is technology, speed of creation and implementation, the ability to measure and the ability for two-way interaction with customers. And we've talked about that before on on previous uh, episodes. Jim also says, as I read some of the posts in this thread, I'm reminded of the first piece of advice I got from my first editor on my first day as a newspaper reporter. I was still in college at the time. I turned in my first story. He called me over and he said, Forget everything they taught you in college. This is the real world. <laughs> I'm sure we've all had that that first boss. But you know what? I love the sponge analogy because you're never more impressionable than, you know, in those first couple jobs. And you can learn a heck of a lot from people that have been in the business for a while. So good, good job, Jim. Amen to that. All right. So uh, Rochelle Montana, we've got you next, Rochelle. Uh, you said, what a great question and post. There are a lot of great insights and guidance. I'd reiterate the focus on data and measurement. In particular, healthcare, you're working with clinically trained scientists to whom data and outcomes are ingrained in their thinking. Also, find ways to be a strategic partner with leadership, not a mandator. That's great advice. Finally, strive to lead the way on enhancing patient experience, not only during acquisition, but also during and post-care. So that's another theme. We'll come back to that one. Marketers have some of the best training and ways of thinking to be in the position to truly make an impact within their healthcare organization in this area. Rochelle, thank you. That's just a thing we can't say enough. We as marketers are in position to make a difference and an impact. 
I love that thought. That's excellent. Okay, the next one comes from Michelle Boucher. She says, the best advice I have to do is all of the above. But in tactical terms, I would talk to as many customers as possible, interview them, ask about their world, their fears, and their frustrations, and their goals. Ask why, until you get real answers. When you know this, you have the magic keys to making them a hero, helping solve their biggest problems that you address. And then never forget your customer's biggest motivation. You can't guess, you need to ask. And that's that's a good one. I mean, so that goes back to knowing personas and understanding the needs and the wants and the, and the passions and what drives your audience. So in, you know, in healthcare, it's what do customers want? What do your doctors want? Remember, you have internal stakeholders as well. You have internal audiences as well. So that's a great, great answer. Nice job, Michelle. Yeah, I agree. Next is Christina Olson Hendrickson. Christina wrote, in order to work well with team members from other divisions who will most likely not know as much about marketing, you'll want to educate and ask questions Explain context and the why to others so they understand your how. Be curious and ask colleagues questions too because there's always something to learn. Mm-hmm. Just a, a great thought there, not just for for marketing, for everybody. That last part, there's always something to learn from everybody. If we realize that and we don't think that we always have the answers, uh, we're going to approach everything very differently. So thanks, Christina. So the next one comes uh, to us from Naomi Garnice. She uh, writes, it's all about the customer journey now. How are you going to make your hashtag automation flow of content meaningful to your prospects and customers? Keep the customer at the center of everything you do and you'll get your audience engaged. I think that is one of the most important things you can address, especially when it comes to healthcare. I know it's probably the similar in a lot of different areas, but I think in healthcare, it's, we talked about this in our own team, is when you delight the patient or the, the patient family, you get that word of mouth, you get that buy-in, you get that ambassadorship, if you will, of these families. And sometimes the way that healthcare is, is going these days, that's almost more valuable than an ad or, or SEO or something like that. It's, it's that word of mouth. And when people trust people that they trust, that's gold. And so I think that's a really important one as well. Yeah, thank you so much, Naomi. That's a, it's applicable to everybody. So that, that was well-spoken, well-said. Everybody wants their content to work, but if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk. You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win. In healthcare content marketing, gotta try something new, cause innovation is king. True North Custom, they're the bomb. Check it at truenorthcustom.com. Guys, listen up. True North Custom is the only healthcare marketing firm delivering the full continuum of content strategy. For 30 years, guys, 30 years, they've helped healthcare organizations engage consumers and clinicians through award-winning content and data-driven campaigns. Today, more than 500 clients trust them for expertise in three categories, excellent content supporting brand, driving business, and leveraging marketing technology solutions. Think about it. Two-thirds of healthcare marketers feel content marketing is essential or very important to their organizations. But with the rise of content marketing as an effective way to amplify your voice and boost patient volume, separating your brand's signal from all the noise can be a challenge. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? So here's where this comes in. This is an exclusive download for Healthcare Wrap listeners. True North has a free guide for you to download. It's called Content Plus Automation, the modern marketing power couple. Guys, this is a way to supercharge your content strategy 
It's really easy. All you got to do is go to bit.ly slash healthcare wrap one, the number one. That's where you will find this exclusive resource. Again, it's available only for healthcare wrap listeners. So check that again. It's at bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number one. Tell your whole crew. Joanna said, same advice for entry level marketers and all fields. Network, build relationships and don't burn bridges. Classics. <laughs> classics and and yet we don't talk about that much do we i think we'll come back to this this thought of soft skills when we, when we recap because all of those have to do with it the relationship part uh, in my mind it cannot be overstated so perfect thanks yeah, i love that one too all right john lynn is our next one and he says kind of again back to networking connect to as many people as possible you never know who and how someone will be able to help you in the future plus some of them will become amazing friends that will literally change your life you know, I'm always reminded of um, of this one, you know, that, that classic story that you saw on Facebook for a while where there was two people pulling in a parking lot. The other person pulled in the one person's spot and they, they cussed them out and they did all kinds of things. And then they uh, they went upstairs and one of the people were there for to interview for a job and they would go upstairs and they find out that the person that they were cussing out is the is the manager for the position that they're going for. Have you seen that on Facebook? Whoops, I feel yeah. like I feel like you have to you have to just respect other people because you just never know where they're gonna end up in your life. So true. I have anything else to say about that? <laughs> All right. A handful more here, and quite frankly, this is a lot of fun because a lot of just good good thoughts and ideas here. Agreed. So Justine Pangioni, adapt and evolve always. Simple yet profound. Just like your comment. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Kathy Divis. She says, what a fun question. So she says, thanks for asking, but here's here's what her advice is. Listen more than you talk. Ask questions if you don't understand something. Be respectful, inquisitive, and don't stop learning. Think about both today and down the road. Make sure you maintain a work-life balance. And most importantly, just have fun. I mean, that I love that. If you aren't passionate about healthcare marketing, find something that you are passionate about. Life is too short to spend time in a job that you don't love and that isn't feeding your soul and that doesn't make you happy and fulfilled. Healthcare marketing can be frustrating at times, yes, but it's that complicated and challenging nature that makes it so rewarding. Enjoy. I mean, I love all of these, but Kathy's is like almost like my mantra. And you know me, Jared, when I come to work, I'm finding out about new procedures or a new doctor we get, and I just get super passionate about it. It's like a fanboy thing. I don't know what it is, but I think if you don't have that in certain fields of marketing, healthcare marketing, like Kathy was saying, it's a tough gig. I think you got to be passionate about what you're marketing. I mean, how do you how do you get up every day and get excited about something, right? Yeah, I thought it was just because you like to wear scrubs, but maybe <laughs> I do. All right, it's a secret thing. I, I love. <laughs> I got a fetish for scrubs. I'm just going to put this out there to the world. You're right. We only have two more. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. And then, like I said, we'll recap at the end. Noel Coleman. So uh, thanks, Noel. I really like this one, too. So uh, first off, you said uh, uh, you really liked the the solid life advice that Kathy gave and then Ed's perspective. Here's what Noel said uh, beyond that. Obviously, people who have lived inside healthcare marketing successfully for a long time. uh, That's how he's referring to Kathy and Ed. I'd offer two pieces of related advice First, find your why. We all have an internal gnawing to do something significant with our lives. All great accomplishments begin with a why. So will your career. Next, spend time understanding the industry and the people. A lot of time. Hmm. Marketing is too much of a divide from the industry it serves today. Inside organizations, providers often view marketing as an annoying necessity, and many executives see it as a cost center to be cut as much as possible. 
So to build the kind of reputation you want, make sure you understand the industry. What are the drivers, the current influences, the big players and their impact, the trends in how people are seeking healthcare, how clinicians are delivering that care, etc. And spend time with the people. Spend time rounding with providers or in clinics, connecting with the people both giving and receiving care. Not only will you better understand your job, you'll find the heartbeat of your place in the industry. Great careers are built with keen minds when those keen minds are fueled with connected hearts. <sighs> Good stuff. There's so much in there that I love and there's so much in there that I, I do, but I, I'd like to do more of. So I think that almost could make a whole episode right there. So Noel, that was, that was spot on. Really, really good job. Last one. And this, is, this kind of harkens back to what we've been talking about. When you actually connect with people and you make friends, you can say stuff like this. Drew Diskin says, best advice is to listen to Ed Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how we'll round this one out. This is a, um, a group of folks that are, have become close and you start growing uh, your network and you can answer great questions that Jared put out there and you can get this kind of um, camaraderie. And I love that. I mean, because basically what you all have done for us is give us more fodder to talk about in our podcast here. One that we are so happy that you're a part of and that you're taking a part of, actually. I, you know, So thank you again for all that. Yeah. Well, tell you what, let's do our recap. That's actually going to be our freestyle today. All right. So here we'll do that. So freestyle is normally where we, we're trying to build empathy for people in other roles in our organizations. And today, it's quite frankly, it's going to be entry-level marketers. Yeah, uh, That's the perspective we're going to take. And so listening to all of this advice, I mean, normally we do two minutes a piece. And I think we'll just kind of do a joint one today just mm -hmm. to wrap up. But here's where my mind is. There's a couple of things I didn't hear. I didn't hear anybody say, make sure you know the algorithm for Snapchat or Instagram. Yeah. Make sure you know the best time of day to post something on Facebook. Those are all things you're going to figure out pretty quick, pretty early on, again, with the theme, hopefully in a data-driven way. I didn't hear anything like that. I didn't hear anything about, you know, shove marketing down people's throats. I heard over and over again, build relationships, get to know people, understand the industry, understand who you're serving. Quite frankly, marketers can just sit in their desks all day and never get out and talk to anybody, either their customers or their clients or their colleagues who are creating the products and services that are serving eventually some healthcare consumer. We can easily justify our time and just think, hey, I'll live here behind you know, my computer screen, get things done. And yet you can check all the boxes to say you did certain tactics, you ran this campaign. And at the end of the day, you may not have the heart of what marketing is. And it really is developing those relationships and understanding people. You know what? That's excellent. And I, lo I love that. I mean, anything I've ever done successfully in healthcare marketing has been because I've reached out. I've gone face to face with people. I've taken the time to learn and synthesize what I'm hearing from doctors, physicians along those lines so that I can then turn it into a better message to a group, an audience that would benefit from it. So I love that. You know, what other thing I did not even see in this, I mean, I don't even think the word was mentioned to tell you the truth in all these, but budget. I've never, oh. I never saw anything in there about, well, you got to have this budget or you're never going to be able to do what you need to do. You know what? 
I've always loved working for not-for-profits. I've loved the getting blood out of a turnip. You know what? It's at those times when you actually become more resourceful and you come up with better ideas when you don't have this massive budget to work with. So I love the fact that no one brought that up as an issue when you're an entry-level marketer. So kudos to you guys for, for not diving in and using that as, a, as an excuse. Yeah, agreed. One more thought for me, I, I kept latching on to using data to drive insights and to drive your strategy. Uh, that was the kind of the non-soft skill part that stuck out to me, the theme there, which means it, we've just got to think about how to use both sides of the brain, use the creative side and the data-driven side. Both sides of it combined, that's really where marketing is now. Uh, you can't ignore one at the expense. You can't do one and ignore the other. You can't do it at the expense of the other. Marketing is both sides. It's the numbers side and the creative side. So learn how to do that. Yeah, and the one I will also bring up is literally just because I was tick marking it in my head because I think it came up like I literally, I know I think three times at least, maybe four, was the idea of being an educator and not a mandator. I'd like to just talk about that for a second because, I mean, what's your take on that? I'd, I'd like to understand where you, where you think that comes down. In my mind, that just comes down to the, the typical interaction with, with marketing and other teams where we say, look, we've got to do this. And we're either talking to IT or we're talking to clinicians or talking to someone else, or finance, and we're saying, no, we've got to do this. We've either got to spend more on this or we need to do it this way. We need you to do these things. To me, that's a mandator. Yeah. I think an educator is able to stand up and present why the strategy is going to help them, why it's going to help the end user, the, the patient. I think educating them on understanding how you came to the strategy is is a key. I don't think anyone at this point at that level wants to be told why you're going to do something. I think it's the why. And we've heard that. I mean, maybe in four or five answers is get to the why so that you can educate physicians or program directors or program managers or your your CMO or whatever it is. Give them the reason why you're going to do this so that there's a track back. And I think that that's that's how I took it as well. But then the other side of that too is when you do that, your messages can be educating in a way as well. It's, again, back to healthcare specifically, when we educate the public about these high-level clinical things and you synthesize them down and you distill them down to layman's terms so that people can understand what laser ablation is or what CAR-T might be or some of the things that are really over-the-top clinical, I think you've made a connection then. You can make connections with audiences when you can break down seemingly scary uh, when you can take the fear out of the seemingly scary subjects and know that your institution has got it down, you, you got the expertise, and you know what? You know what you're doing. So I think there, that education externally is a big thing as well, too. So just I wanted to throw that out there as a little sidebar thing. I really like that. I mean, we, we've just got to think more along those lines more often and really step back and say, not just did I check the box and do things. Right. I mean, if if it isn't leading to where we want to go, then let's let's think of other ways to try it. Let's focus on the soft skills, on the relationship building, on the why, yeah, and being educators. So I, I love this, all of this. So you know, we can kind of wrap all this up, and you know, as content marketers, we ought to be able to do something else with this content. You know, so maybe we have to figure out something <laughs> along those lines. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, maybe uh, I don't know if you know of a way to do this. You into time travel at all? Because uh, I, 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 like I, I wish I could. Somebody could literally hand me this. Right before I graduated. Yeah. 
and I could really sink my teeth into it because I, that that would have been pretty amazing. That would be. I you know I agree. And again, all this feedback and answers. What a great little kind of environment that we've created here, and and these people have, that have offered answers to that question. I love that, and and I hope that we can keep growing this because, like I said, I think the next one. But I love the soft skill one. I think we can definitely do something with that. Maybe we just ask him right now. You know, if you're hearing this podcast, maybe get back to us and talk about what do you think about when you think about soft skills, and how would you beef those up. In your career, what can you do to strengthen your soft skills? So, just a couple of questions out there for all of you. Well, we appreciate all the answers all of you have given us. In the meantime, thanks so much for participating and for commenting. And I, I love this thought because I think we're truly expanding the marketing communities that are already out there and kind of bringing things together in in ways that haven't always been done. So, thanks for participating. Uh, check us out at Healthcare Wrap. Online and on Twitter,、uh, leave us a review. Subscribe if you have a chance. We would love that. We appreciate those of you who already have. And in the meantime, that's a wrap.